Yeah, our Joint Chiefs of Staff, the heads of our military and the presidential advisors drew up a plan to kill a lot of Americans so that they could justify going into Cuba. This is a fact. And um, the head of that Joint Chiefs of Staff was a guy named Lyman, Lyman or Lyman Lemnitzer, okay? Lyman. It already, he just sounds, yeah. Yeah, he does. I think he was given that name by his parents so that he would grow up to be an arch-villain. Yes, it is an arch-villain name. <laughs> what can we name our child to make him be a bad guy? I would repeat it, but I don't know what you're saying. Right. Lyman 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 Now I can't do it. <laughs> Coffee and Conspiracies, Episode 2, False Flags. I'm so glad we're intentionally going for the low production value, but is that I smooth? like it. Super good. Is our audio good? I should ask before we kick this thing off here. Anybody watching tell me if they're hearing audio? I'm watching the screen. I'm watching my phone. All right. Awesome. Hi, guys. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us this Friday night or whatever point you're watching this. How are you, Summer? Good. How are you? I'm fantastic. I've got coffee and good conversation. Yes. How was your week? Oh, I think it was okay. My <laughs> ribs are feeling better. Was that story in the part that we cut off last week? I don't know. I hope not. I think it was because I don't remember hearing it when I rewatched the video. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. Yes. I had my ribs cracked by a seventh grader, eighth grader, eighth grader. Yeah, <laughs> that's way better. Yeah. In wrestling <laughs> practice, he, uh, he slammed me and, and cracked some ribs. So, so I'm healing up nicely from that. Feeling better. Good. Anything eventful happened in your week? Your daughter performed at the halftime of the Michigan Purdue basketball game. Yep, she did. And then we have a dance competition this weekend. We have to be in Indy at 7 a.m. tomorrow. Awesome. So we're going to like three in the morning tonight on this, right? Absolutely. I'm just not even going to sleep. You shouldn't. Just dance my way in there. Yes. <laughs> Riding high on the <laughs> euphoria of conspiratorial yes. concepts. So, okay. Well, this evening we're doing false flag operations. I'm excited. Me too. Did you, could you refrain from looking into false flags or did you give it? I did refrain. It was really, really hard though. I started to like pull my phone out and look it up and I was like, no, I can't do it. That so, me and Summer, know. we have an agreement because we think it helps the flow where she doesn't look into the uh, topics ahead of time. That way, you know, I can get it. We can get a genuine conversation and reaction going. And false flags is one of those topics that I don't think very many people do know about. Once I explain it, people will be like, oh, well, yeah, but it's um, it has a more central role and uh in a more specific definition okay. i think i want to say all right so i you can get the timer going yeah yes okay timing 30 minutes go okay so false flags and i've got my notes right here if you see me looking down because you know i can't memorize everything guys lay off um a false flag operation takes its name from back in pirate days Pirates that wanted to attack or board a ship would fly a flag of 
the country that was friendly to the ship that they wanted to attack. Okay. That way the ship would let them get close mm -hmm. and bam, the pirates could board them or attack them or whatever. So they were faking being allies to the ships that they wanted to attack. And that's where the, uh, the name false flag comes from. But false flags in modern day refer to when an entity, mostly a government, does something heinous, something, you know, violent generally, and then blames it on another country or someone else for the purpose of being able to attack them. Okay. So it would be like if um, I dressed up like your neighbor and I came out and started, you know, vandalizing your house until you looked out the window and saw me and then I ran away mm -hmm. because for some reason I wanted you to go after your neighbor. Okay. So does that make sense? Is it kind of like the oil war? Like we faked a war because of oil? I'm just throwing that out what people have said. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, there, there are some events that, that, you know, the conspiracies are our government did it and then blamed it on someone else. There's one big glaring one. I don't know if you can think of it off the top of your head where, where people accuse our government of doing something very heinous to justify 9-11. 9-11. Yay, Summer! 9-11 is a huge topic under the false flag umbrella. You know, expressly that we either allowed or orchestrated um, the events of 9-11 so that, you know, most people would say oil. But also, you know, that's when the Patriot Act got passed and we allowed unprecedented government surveillance of our of our liberties. Mm -hmm. And, you know, before we get specifically into some factual false flags, because there are some, there are historically some factual false flags okay. and some that are going to blow your mind if you're not aware of them. I mean, they're pretty, pretty scary, really, to know that these oh, things I'm happen. Nervous. Yeah, you should be. I've, I've had my adjustment period years ago. Okay. So I already cried fetal over it. Um, the, uh, where was I? Where was so I? So the factual ones are... Well, the factual ones, well, I mean, 9-11 would fall under the conspiratorial aspect. But, um, well, I'll tell you what, I, I have totally lost my place. So we're just going to go, I'm going to go back to the hardest hitting false flag, the one that, you know, I feel like people in this country it, it really wake them wakes them up to the fact mm -hmm. that this is a possibility and it's something identifiable so in november of 97 there was a bunch of documents declassified in the jfk assassination oh. files okay mm -hmm. so when these files got opened up and looked at in 97 they found that in 1962 the Joint Chiefs of Staff, you're familiar with the Joint Chiefs of Staff, mm -hmm. they're like the guys that get together and advise the president mm -hmm. militarily. The Joint Chiefs of Staff, led by a game na guy named Lyman Lemnitzer, mm -hmm. drew up a plan because this was at the height of the, or the beginnings of the Cold War. Okay. And we were trying to fight the spread of communism because we were so scared of it, you know, it was going to take over everything. So we were combating the Russians on all these different fronts. And then uh, Castro took over in Cuba. And we wanted a reason to be able to invade Cuba, or the Joint Chiefs of Staff did, the guys that advised right. the president, heads of the military. And so they drew up what was called Operation Northwoods. Operation Northwoods was a plan for our military to attack us. Our military was going to bomb civilian targets, American civilian targets, and American military targets, 
and then blame it on the Cubans, make it look like the Cubans did it so that we could invade Cuba. Like real towns or like in the desert? Mm -mm. There had to be casualties for it to be, for the, to sell the American public on it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Our joint chiefs of staff, the heads of our military and the presidential advisors drew up a plan to kill a lot of Americans so that they could justify going into Cuba. This is a fact. And um, the head of that Joint Chiefs of Staff was a guy named Lyman, Lyman or Lyman Lemnitzer, okay? Lyman. It already, he just sounds, yeah. Yeah, he does. I think he was given that name by his parents so that he would grow up to be an arch-villain. Yes, it is an arch-villain name. <laughs> what can we name our child to make him be a bad guy? I would repeat it, but I don't know what you're saying. Right. Lemonin. Lime, Lemonin, Lemonin. Now I can't do it. <laughs> okay. okay, so Mr. Lemonin, sir, um, was the last person to sign off on this before it went to President Kennedy's desk. And JFK did not sign off on that document. I should have checked to see what year Kennedy was assassinated. I was going to say, was he assassinated if because of that? If somebody wants to do that real quick... My mother's calling me out for something I almost named my son. I'm trying to say that I haven't wanted to make my son a, an arch-villain. Well, I didn't. I gave him a judicial, judicial name. name. <laughs> yes. My son, I, I, okay. Okay. Whatever, Mom. <laughs> um, so, uh, Lemon Lemon, sir. Operation Northwood. So, yeah, if somebody knows what your Kennedy died or wants to check that out for me real quick to make it relevant, that'd be awesome. I'll do it. Okay. While I still have your undivided attention, of course. Of course. Okay. So Mr. Lemnitz, sir, was removed by Kennedy, JFK, within, I believe, a year, my, 1960, was that a guess or a, anyway, I'll come back to that. November 22nd, 1963, at 12.30 p.m. So the year after JFK refused to sign off on this false flag operation drawn up by the Joint Chiefs of Staff, he dies. It was also within a year of Kennedy not signing off on Operation Northwoods that Mr. Lemnitzer was not brought back on as the chairman of the Joint Chiefs Staff. Chiefs of Staff. However, they did make him the head of NATO after that. Mr. Lemnitzer was put on the board after Kennedy died, the commission that was put together to investigate whether the CIA had anything to do with Kennedy's death or not. Lemnitzer was put on that, even though Kennedy had rejected his plan because they, were, they all thought Kennedy was soft on war and on the military. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, that's all fact. That's a fact. And you know, if you're a JFK conspiracy person, which of course we'll hit that topic one day, um, you know, Operation Northwoods has to be talked about in the fact that he wouldn't sign off on it mm -hmm. because these people that were capable of wanting to kill thousands of Americans, you know, he made them mad. That's crazy. It is crazy. Operation Northwoods. And it wasn't the only one. There were other ones like Operation Mongoose. Well, that just like for... opens it up to the fact that if they're willing to do that, why are we not? I mean, then it kind of makes other things facts. Like? 9-11. Oh. I can't wait to do 9-11. I can't wait to do that episode. I literally watched one video on it, and I was convinced. It doesn't take it, much. I didn't even cross my mind. I didn't even think about it. And then I saw one video, and... That's what it was. I have a story about 9-11. Earlier, I lost my place, and I didn't remember it. Okay, okay, don't let me forget that, or somebody remind me, please. Okay, so, JFK, Lemnitzer, um, Operation Northwoods. Oh, a fun fact for my, my viewers back in Covington, where I'm from. Many of you will know and remember that there used to be a giant mural of a general hanging in the high school. And 
the bridge that goes from Covington over towards Illinois, you know, across the Wabash River, out of Covington is called the General David M. Shoup, M. Shoup, General David Shoup Memorial Bridge. He was on the Joint Chiefs of Staff when Operation Northwoods was drawn up. So he's a local hero, huge in Covington. Is he from Covington? I don't know why Covington honors him. I think he came back to Covington to retire or something. I don't know. I had somebody tell me they met him when I was telling him this story. Okay, because that would be weird if Covington's like, let's just draw this name out. Yeah, let's honor this guy. This chief of staff guy. That, that we're going to find out in 1997 wanted to kill a bunch of people so he could invade Cuba. Now, he literally was, was in on that, you know, on Operation Northwoods, just by the fact that he was on the Joint Chiefs of Staff during that time. So Covington, you know, has a, it's a stretch, but it has a connection to, to a false flag. So that's my, my go-to example. Yeah. No, Rick, I'm getting ready to hit Gulf of Tonkin right now. Thank you for asking. And yes, Corey, I didn't know that either. Actually, Dave Allen pointed that out when I was giving a presentation to the high school students about false flags and Operation Northwoods. Okay. Sorry. Um... <laughs> Your excitement is fun. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. I mean, I don't love false flags, but I love getting this stuff out there. I love mm -hmm. it. I love it. That's why we do this, besides the fact that I just love to drink coffee and talk to you. Yeah, it's fun. Okay. Any questions or comments before we hit the golf of talking? I don't know. I'm getting nervous. I feel like it's like slowly building up. Oh, rip the Band-Aid off. Here we go. This one? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Keep that on. All right. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't want to take it off. Rick, if you have anything you want to add to this while I talk about it or clarify anything, you know, this isn't one of my specialty areas, please do. So the Gulf of Tonkin incident, and there was actually two incidents. And the second one is conceivably what got us full throttle involved in the Vietnam War. Okay. That's Yeah, the Vietnam War. Yeah, the Vietnam War in and of itself. I mean, you know, that's, that's some bad stuff. Really bad stuff. You ever watched the movie? Like any of them, like born on the 4th of July or anything. Yeah. That is some depressing, horrific stuff. And we may have went through all of it, you know, for no reason. Well, I mean, besides the fact we didn't really accomplish anything from it. it uh, I think that's, I read in a book that a lot of veterans from there, like, struggle the most with PTSD. Statistically, I don't know. I've never been in the military, but it's probably because they literally don't feel like they accomplished something. I mean, I just read that in a book, but that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And or most of they the were MK ultra Which happens. Is that, is that a ver a, it, well, yeah, we make it one when it's our turn. Okay. You, uh, if, yeah, if, and I hate it, you know, and, I, and it's speculation. I can't say it like it's fact, but my, a lot of people's perception is if you're in the military, you know, there, there's a decent chance you are going to or have been exposed to the things that they do and there's movies about that too with the military like jacob slatter if anybody's ever seen that with tim robbins it's a a crazy movie but that's what it deals with the government messing with the soldiers while they're in war in vietnam actually i believe okay so <laughs> gulf of tonkin we had we were trying to stop you know as the same deal as northwoods we're trying to stop communism and, and there's things going on in vietnam and we have a ship over there a battleship and we claim that a just one well, in this instance, I think it was by itself out there in the water and in the okay. Gulf. And, you know, the story went that a Vietnamese ship shot around, and, um, check me some, myself, myself here, <laughs> torpedo and gunfire. It took both, you know, nobody died. I'm pretty sure we attacked back and I think they took casualties. Mm -hmm. 
so that happened, you know, we cried foul about it. Um, two days later, August 4th in 1964, another incident allegedly happened, you know, where they attacked us. And, and with that, Johnson announced, and I think McNamara, who was the defense secretary, I believe, mm-hmm. announced that that incident had happened and he used it to have Congress sign off on, you know, it was like they were giving him permission to do whatever he wanted before he was even asking for it. Johnson LBJ could just say, we're doing this and we're doing that. And it was at that point that, you know, the full scale military operation that became the Vietnam War started. However, in the years since, and you know, I don't have a lot of specifics and facts on this, but they're easy to find. Lots of people involved directly in that skirmish and based on documents that have been declassified since, Mm-hmm. The first incident is questionable as far as how it went down. The second one didn't happen at all. The one that we used to say that, you know, they shot on us again, we're going to war. And Congress said, okay, here you go. That didn't happen at all. Never happened. That's crazy. Yet fact. It is fact. So yes, we went into Vietnam, we went into the Vietnam War on a false flag. And I'm not gonna touch on them specifically, but Pearl Harbor was potentially a false flag, not necessarily in that we did it and blamed the Japanese, but we knew it was going to happen and let it happen. A lot of people have heard that by now, I think, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, you know, other things that we could go a lot of places on this, but we'll leave them all to themselves specifically. Mm-hmm. So we can just hit the false flag umbrella. Any questions before I zip through just like a couple more quick ones? So if, okay, so the second one that didn't happen, the military high people, like, was it a group of people that just decided, hey, we're going to do this and have Congress sign off on it? Or, you know what I mean? Like, how did that all really play out? I don't know that we know that much about it. Not as much as we knew about Operation Northwoods. And I think we only know as much about Operation Northwoods specifically as we do is because it didn't happen. So they kept, they were probably not as careful to worry about covering it, you know? So the memo I mean, was there. I feel like people in the government would have had a be in on that as well. You oh, know what I absolutely. Mean? Like, yeah. Sway the, you know, the votes and stuff. And like, it's not like, I'm just throwing this out here, but you're, you know, commander of whatever. I don't know anything about ranks in the military. Um, but it's not like, Hey, let's just pretend this didn't happen and see if we can cause a war. Cause I like my men to go to war. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, I feel like, well, there's usually a money trail. To, yeah. They would have to, be influenced by somebody else. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, there's there's a lot of money to be made usually by a lot of invested parties mm-hmm. um, or something, you know, that they're looking for. And when we get to 9-11, we'll get to that too. You know, oil is the one that people usually throw out, but I've heard a lot of other really plausible theories about things that were in Iraq or Afghanistan that we may have been desperate to get to that may have just been discovered not long before 9-11 happened because People don't understand, you know, and this is, I can't wait till we get onto this stuff because this is my favorite realm of conspiracy. But when you're talking about um, the black market of archeology span and things, you know, not only artifacts, but ancient weapons that we have no comprehension of what they were, what they were made of, what they could do and DNA of things that may have existed back then that don't exist anymore as far as we know. Because if they got the DNA and we can clone now, God knows what's out there. But, you know, we'll save that. So, yeah, like we never we will never probably always know the real reason 
why any war, especially the ones that we went into on a false flag. Well, it's just really upsetting because, like, if you take the JFK incident and he was like, no, I'm not doing that, and we still ended up having war, and then you take this one and we didn't actually attack anybody and kill anybody and we still had war, then why did we kill, like, 2,000 people or whatever the number is in 9-11 like we could have just faked it and still went to war because clearly history says we're still gonna do it like well see man I know I'm afraid to say too much about the 9-11 one because you know but it's not like we're gonna have a problem filling that episode anyway no matter how much I talk about ahead of time you go ahead and read that I'll talk for a minute Okay, it says, my brother-in-law is a retired Marine. He survived three tours in Vietnam. He lives in Covington and suffers post-traumatic stress syndrome. He's a strong man and keeps it inside. I know he must have a lot of information he could share if he would be willing to talk about it. That's true. Like, I've talked to other people, like, from, and they just, they're super secretive. I mean, and I think a lot of times we chalk it up as you don't want to push the issue because you don't want to relive stuff anyways, but there's probably more to it. I mean, they're trained and that's a fact. Military is trained to like secrets and this and that you live by the code or I yeah, don't know it's national it's security. Code. You're a right. treasonous and so, to talk about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you know, to that point, and thank you for that. My heart goes out to him. I can't even, I can't even tell your to... brother. Thank you for his service. Absolutely. Um, they uh that war in particular seems to inspire that kind of reaction you know more than any others not that you know i have known world war ii vets that couldn't talk about you know not necessarily because of national security issues but just because of how it affected them and not wanting to relive it but vietnam for some reason seems to just i don't know what it is and probably these things that we know as fact now like operation northwoods there was probably rumblings of it you know i think John Kerry, and you know, I'm not saying anything good or bad about John Kerry, but he was, he was, I think, what you would consider somewhat of a, a whistleblower or something. During the war, he came over and, and went to congressional panels and talked about the Vietnam War and what was going on in it as a, a Purple Heart guy in it, you know, and caught a lot of crap for it. And I've never really went and looked to see what he said about it, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, so, yeah, for those guys that were in Vietnam that suffered not only the immediate physical hell of it, but then had to hear and consider that maybe it was for not, you know, or, or done on a false flag premise. You know, you can't blame somebody for just pushing that out, mm -hmm. you know, at least not in my mind. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, and thank you for your comment. Um, they, uh, the 9-11 thing, you asked, why not fake it? Well, I was just telling somebody earlier that, I read in an article, I think even while I was researching for this, I didn't already know it, that the Twin Towers were built with asbestos. Mm -hmm. So at some point that was going to have to be remedied or dealt with, and it was going to cost billions of dollars to fix. Somebody, you know, and I, somebody would have to fact check me on this or, or find me a, a reference, please, bought it, bought them for like, you know, $3 million, I think, not long before they went down. Mm -hmm. But after they got their insurance policies, they ended up making like $2 billion. They paid like three, but had five worth of insurance policies. So on top of, you know, Patriot Act, oil, whatever that archaeologists may have found in Iraq or Afghanistan um, that we wanted, 
you know, I, man, there's a lot there on that, guys. I know that that's never really been said. It's always oil and always surveillance, like the no, Patriot I've heard Act. That before more the biblical side of it. Yeah, things that ancient relics and stuff, you know, Indiana Jones type stuff. There's so much more truth to movies than than we what we have any idea. Like Indiana Jones next time. Oh, sweet. I will yes. if, if we do like the Ark of Gabriel, which is kind of like the Ark of the Covenant. That's a conspiracy we'll go to one day. Oh, goodness. Oh, my gosh. And we're going to play the Indiana Jones theme when I come on, too. You guys are going to think I'm Indiana Jones. I already think it. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that, the Agent Orange thing, um, you can read that as soon as I finish this if you want. The Agent Orange thing goes with what we were talking about last time with Project MKUltra and the experiments that our government does to us and to military people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she said he stayed, the man that served in Vietnam, he stayed because his brothers went to Vietnam also. He retired a Marine and also retired from the VA. He has then suffered the effects of Agent Orange and Agent Orange is... I guess that, you know, I'm sure the government would say, I don't know. I feel like they've admitted to intentionally spraying mm-hmm. people with that. Yes. And again, I think that's part of the Jacob Ladder movie. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for that. Thank you for, for making that real for people that are watching. People fighting over artifacts have been around for centuries. I would not discount the theory you were speaking of whatsoever. Thank you. Personally, it's the one I subscribe to. If um, 9-11 was intentional, if it was a false flag, then then that's what I believe it was about. It was about a specific person in ancient history's tomb being uncovered. And I'll, I will save that name for the 9-11 episode because ah. we will do that. So there's like a whole bunch going on. It's like, I'm going to do it for money and I'm going to do it because of this business. And then I'm going to do it for this war and then I'm going to make it about oil. And then it's really going to be about artifacts. So it's like in my head, I'm picturing like a group of men sitting down and trying to justify this. And each one of them have their own justification. And yeah. It kind of all works together. Yeah, yeah. When everybody has their own good reason to do it and you have a consensus in this, you know, shadow government or NWO or whoever it is, you know, then, then we do it with the Joint Chiefs of Staff. You know, <laughs> terrible. Okay. So I'm going to hit these other two real quick, okay? Because all I'm right. afraid I'm going to get buzzed here like I'm on Jeopardy or something. <laughs> okay. Two more instances of false flag that I want to throw out from history, and there's a lot. I'm just going over a couple. I'm not going to pronounce this right. R-E-I-C-H-S-T-A-G. Reichstag or something, if somebody knows German. I can't hear you, so it's not like you can tell me how to pronounce it right. (laughs) I was going to ask somebody. The Reichstag fire housed... The Reichstag housed the German parliament. Okay, In 1933, there was a fire, and... It was blamed on communist terrorists in 1933 Germany. This fire happened where their Congress was, and they blamed Russian communists. And it was one of the key events as a catalyst to the Nazis taking power and taking over and Hitler coming into power. However, um, it has since been, I think, been shown pretty conclusively that the Nazis themselves started that fire and then blamed Russian communists as a means by which to assert themselves. Why is that so much more believable than all the stuff with our government? Yeah, because I'm like, oh, of course the Nazis would do that. Because Indiana Not Jones, U.S. government, right? Yeah, no, we've never, we didn't bring Nazis over here and use them to start NASA and Project MKUltra. We don't actually have a Hitler. We, we maybe there's an episode, right? Yeah, really. There's a lot of people. It's getting hard to dispute 
people that claim Hitler did not kill himself in World War II. See, everything's connected. Every conspiracy is connected, guys. They're all connected. Um, that wasn't creepy at all. I was hoping I could. I was trying to look right in the camera so I couldn't see if I was creepy or not. I hope I was. <laughs> Can I get a you were creepy out there? So, okay. So that got the not that helped get the Nazis into power. The second event that is a false flag that I want to pull out in regards to the Nazis is that in August of 1939, they invaded a German radio station. German soldiers invaded Nazis, invaded a German radio station, acting like they were Poland, and then got on the air and said, you know, hey, something like, all you Polish people out there, rise up and attack the Germans, you know. And Hitler used that false flag where he pretended to be the Poles to invade Poland. You know more close-ups. Um, <laughs> and so uh, that's a false flag. Do they flag. have similar accents? Like nobody picked up on... I mean, because most people who speak a different language are going to have some sort of accent. You know, if I heard it on the radio, like, rise up, and it wasn't some sort of American <laughs> yeah. dialect, it was I would like, be like, hmm... I don't think I'm gonna trust this one. It was Scott. It was a Scottish guy acting American. He rolled his R too long. You're like, wait a minute. Right. This is a false flag. <laughs> <laughs> um, I told you. I told you to fix your R's before we did this. <laughs> um. So yeah, I don't. That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, what the Polish speak? If they is there a language? Somebody tell Polish, me. Polish. Is it Polish? Okay, I didn't. I don't think they're called the Poles. I think you just said that earlier. Well, we're not England, and we speak English. <laughs> <laughs> the good old Poles. <laughs> what do you guys speak? Uh, Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole German battalion had to learn Japanese to pull that off. No. I don't know. But good question. I don't know, like, the account of, of how exactly that went down. But what it did was allow Hitler to invade Poland, which was the first you know, thing he did outside of Germany that, that was the start of World War II. You know, once he invaded Poland, he's like, oh, you know, might as well go and invade this place and that place. How is that even possible, though? Like, you hear it on the radio, and that's enough for, I mean, I guess for the German army to be like, oh, they said it on the radio. They're definitely going to come up, and they're definitely going to try to fight us, so we should kill them first. They killed people, I think. They also killed people. Either On the radio? No, well, the people that invaded the radio station they there was there was death and murder in there somewhere too i was just trying to get a brief overview i didn't educate myself i'm probably mumbling you guys can't hear me i'm sorry um they uh no somehow there was death involved they they did it like full tilt they wanted to make sure that the germans hated poland <laughs> you know that's yeah that's one that blows my mind that that many people bought into that so quickly. Well, look what they did, though, you know, to the Jews in the concentration camps. I mean, no offense, you know, any Germans that are watching. I'm not saying you guys are, like, biting at the chomp to just attack everybody. But, you know, I'm they just... They don't even... My, um, one of my heroes, Carl Jung, mm -hmm. he had made a comment about that culture at the time, not long before all that happened, where he said he... Because he was just, like, amazing intuitively... You know, and he actually is the one that kind of pioneered the, the psychology of intuition. He's the one that labeled and named introversion and extroversion. Yeah. So Jung had a very good Jung, Jung however you Was want to say Was that a test we took? Yes. The MBTI oh. is, a, is, he didn't create it, but it's based on his. Philosophies. His okay. research. Yep. 
he uh he said that there was a collective unrest in the german society around that time you know leading up to to world war ii so he kind of saw it coming or felt it and i guess that must have been foreshadowed in what happened with the the poland i just don't know enough about that particular instance right. but it was pretty bad wow okay where are we at on time here probably getting close aren't we? we have one minute and 22 seconds oh no okay modern false flags potential false flags well, we I'm have you know 9 11 we've already hit and we'll come back to that in its own episode i would love to ask Make it an hour. Oh man, he's gonna. We'll see. Thank you though. Blushing over here. You like us? Um, it's just one person for you. Thank you, Corey. I'll pay you next time <laughs> I see you. Next time you're up from Kentucky. Um, modern false flag. Potential false flags. When I well, first let me just say it without beating around the bush on it. Vegas. Yes. Las Vegas. Um, because anybody that. I mean, you couldn't even get away from the conspiracies surrounding that because they were so in your face. There were so many inconsistencies and things that didn't happen. That's probably its own topic and episode. It was like a total joke. Like it, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll hold off on specifics about that because it will probably end up being um, its own topic. But as far as Vegas goes, when I gave the presentation to high school Thanks, seniors. Michelle. She likes us. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you guys' encouragement. It's like fuel. I'm intoxicated. Um, they, uh, don't laugh at me. It's okay. Keep going. Okay. Look how quick I jump on that. Okay. <laughs> I love to talk. Um, Vegas. So modern day. Okay. We're going from like 30s to 60s to like now. Yes. Now. When I, when I presented the Vegas thing to the high school seniors that I was doing a, conspiracy theory presentation on and I brought up Vegas and I said um, what I asked them what they thought the motivation would be for that why would the government and again you know we're gonna that would tie into MK Ultra maybe the guy might have been mind controlled you know because it's, it was hard to find a motive that was one of the early inconsistencies with mm -hmm. the Vegas thing was why did he do it you know apparently he had money and this and that so you know possibly MK Ultra but when I asked the kids why the government would do that you know and the first kid, you know, hit what I was looking for. Not that it's what I believe, but I know what the easiest thing to go to is. And he did it for me. He said, gun control. And that's what a lot of people believe that if these shootings happen, you know, these random shootings that don't seem to make sense. Why, just, why this person just snap and do it? Well, if it's a false flag, then the government's mind controlling them, you know, maybe even Lee Harvey Oswald. Wouldn't they pick something other than a country music Well. Festival? You know, if you guys will go back and look on the Coffee and Conspiracies Facebook page, I posted the Illuminati card game, and oh, I can't wait to do that episode. And it has a picture, you know, again, back in 1995 that looks almost exactly like Jason Aldean's tattoo. And it says Las Vegas. We already know he's in on that. Did you see his response? Oh, oh. like lack of response. He's literally like, oh, I'm glad I didn't get shot. Nothing. You're not Somewhat like sorry that it happened at your concert. The other person that was with them, like, helped donate money to the funerals and, like, still actively talking about it. And Jason Aldean, like, did one little, like, oh, I'm sorry. Like and then that was it. Well, that, that'll be one of the major things we pull up when we do the Illuminati card game will be the Vegas shooting and Jason Aldean and his tattoo in relation to the card. 
That's a, that's a big one. Um, I'm just saying, if you're going to shoot for gun control, you probably, and I'm not trying to give stereotypes by any means, because I am a huge country music fan, but most of them would be the ones carrying guns. I mean, you yeah. know, so wouldn't you pick like, I don't know what type of music where they like, no, that's, I think you're you know probably I mean? right. Yeah. Hippie music. I don't know. That's not a genre of music, but you know, where they're peaceful and everything. And then they get shot. That's much more likely to people to stand up and be like, Oh, you know, I yeah, know. no, it no, makes no. more sense. I agree hundred percent. And again, you know, I need to reiterate this. I'm probably, I guarantee you there's going to come a time every episode where I do this. I'm not being political. I am not being Republican, Democrat, right or left. You know, as far as the gun control issue goes, I'm not trying to make any accusations or express an opinion. But, you know, I mean, that that just is what most people think when they consider if those things were false flags. As far as, you know, Vegas or Sandy Hook or the Joker shooting, when you're talking about public shootings that don't make sense, the initial assumption on in ma on mass usually is gun. They're trying to take our guns. Because, you know, we're going out there because, you know, the responses usually are, you know, gun control law, blah, blah, blah. Not saying anything about it politically. I'm just saying. But it has to be on a major, large scale because I just, again, read in a book that school shootings literally happen every single day of the year. Like more than four people were killed. Like, I think we've had how many, like Kentucky, that just happened in heartbreaking. And it happens all the time, but it's not getting as much media if, unless it's like a large amount of people yeah well yeah and that would be why you know they would say um you know 9-11 why they they grabbed three thousand people in one fell swoop you know or whatever and that gets into a lot of other things forced personal experiences canadian changing minds yeah absolutely well yeah and it's like the movie inception which is one of my favorite movies you know, you don't oh, like it. It's up there with Matrix. Oh, you can't do it. See, and again, that's my comfort zone. Like, I feel better if I believe I'm in a computer simulation or a dream. Because then things don't have to make sense. Because they don't. So, <laughs> um, yeah, no, and the, the premise of Inception being, you know, you can plant an idea in somebody's head and it's going to spread. But if it was all in there and it's just a computer thing, then all these conspiracies are just fake anyways. That's true. That's true. We're just having fun. We're just going through the, we may have paid for this. This is real, Brandon. It is. This is real life. I'm not trying to steal your reality. The of like going into your dreams well, is just too much for me. But not that even like as a conspiracy. Me. I'm just saying, you know, to put the to put an idea in somebody's head is to plant a seed, and that it don't have to be in real. a dream, right? Yeah. Like so, Corey's saying, you know, the personal experience aiding and changing the mind. When you when you put one person in the middle of a traumatic event like the Vegas shooting, that's impactful. But when you, you know, do it to however many people were at that concert, you know, then. You know, you're, you're planting that many seeds to go out mm -hmm. and, and replant seeds. So 9-11 Vegas, a lot of people believe the recent deal, you know, and I posted this, I think, on the Coffee and Conspiracies Facebook page as soon as I saw it, the Hawaii alert, where yes. the people in Hawaii got alerts saying, you know, that a ballistic missile was on its way from North Korea. I even think it said North Korea specifically. I don't remember. But, um, you know... And then they were like, JK. Yeah, 30 <laughs> minutes later. It took them 30, 40 minutes to decide that there really wasn't a missile or that somebody accidentally hit the button. They didn't, nobody told them for 30, 40 minutes that somebody accidentally hit the, oh no, there's a missile on the way button. Because none of them had cell phones. Yeah. It didn't alert any of them in the actual room with the button. Yeah, they, they thought, they didn't think that anybody <laughs> needed to know until they were putting their kids in sewer drains. Because that's literally what they were doing to protect their kids from the missile coming into Hawaii. And so, you know, I, I said in the first episode, I think, listen to me, I'm sort of be assertive. <laughs> um, 
yeah, the media definitely dropped the Vegas thing quickly because um Thank it, you. Your mom's so sweet. I love your mom. Then the media dropped the Vegas shooting quickly after. Well, you know, in the media dropping the Vegas thing, when you get talking about the media, Operation Mockingbird, we will talk about at some point. That's the CIA's involvement with the media. You know, the I want news. you to write all, all these operations with the names so that I can rename them. Thank you, Alicia. They really bother me. Yes. Well, they're hard to keep straight. Mockingbird was hard for me to remember for a long, long time until, you know, modern history when when it seemed like they're, and again, not a political statement, but that some people in certain parts of the government had relationships with some people in certain news rooms. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, as far as like how the Vegas thing was covered and how it, you know, and sometimes an event happens in the middle of like, oh my gosh, what's going on in Vegas? And then boom, something happens over here and we're all looking over here. And that's a conspiracy. Like, did they do this over here so that we would quit looking over here? And you know, the that's probably another false flag because that's proven absolutely. that they do that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Distraction, misdirection, things like that. Absolutely. Thank you for that. I use it all the time on my kids and husband. <laughs> I feel like I told you. I'm like, hey, else. I'm gonna do this. Shh, look. It's distraction. It works every time. Look, you're distracted right now. I well, didn't I'm even notice. I'm thinking about John's reaction to hearing <laughs> this in the other room. Um yeah, it'll be okay. So uh bait and switch. Yes. So um, Hawaii, you know, the, the popular theories among conspiracy theorists on that is that the cabal, the shadow government, the deep state, this group that operates, and it will be its own episode, this group that allegedly operates within the government but outside the government and without the government knowing, um, shot that missile. Well, it would have been the same kind of people that were drawing up Operation Northwoods, except after Kennedy rejected them, they decided they weren't going to ask permission anymore. In essence, they were just going to start doing things on their own without telling anybody. And so that's the American way, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It's the human way. These dirty humans. <laughs> um, so they, uh, that was creepy. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not creepy. That's two in one episode. I'm proud of you for being creepy yeah. twice. Good job. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, the, the theory is that they launched the cabal, the deep state launched the missile at Hawaii to blame it on North Korea, to get us into war with North Korea for one of a hundred proposed we, we reasons. We couldn't have just use Trump's tweets, like that wasn't enough? <laughs> well, this is another thing, like, you know, every once in a while China or North Korea or I think even Russia will come out and say, hey, you guys are provoking them. You know, you're, you're flying too close, your boats are getting too close, you're going to cause him to shoot a nuke at you. That is what they did in the Gulf of Tonkin to get us into Vietnam. That boat that allegedly had got into the firefight that never happened was there to provoke him. That's a fact. That, oh, that's that scary. LBJ or the Joint Chiefs or whoever put that, that boat there to cause it to happen. But back to Hawaii. So that's one popular, you know, theory is that they did that. Because, you know, I, I said in the first introductory episode that I wasn't going to express opinions on, on conspiracies. Well, I lied. I'm sorry. I thought I could do it. I can't. You know, if you want to argue with me, that's cool. I'll be nice about it. You know, I will. I'm not going to get worked up or angry about anything, but I, I just can't help. It's going to happen. I'm, I'm going to lose myself and I'm going to start expressing opinions on things. And I'm not saying my opinion's right, but in my mind, how do you act? How do you, how is there even like a, hey, there's a missile on the way from North Korea button that you accidentally hit? Would it not take like two thumbprints and a laser, you know, 
to like send that alert out because that's going to cause the kind of chaos that it did. You know, people putting their kids in sewer drains. Um, I'll let you read that while I ramble for a minute. Okay. Okay. So I just don't understand, first of all, how you can accidentally hit that button. I, do, I just don't see how in a civilized, complex society with safeguards that that happens. Second of all, again, I, you know, surely they knew quicker than 30, 40 minutes that they hit the button to say that a missile was on the way. Why did it take 30 or 40 minutes they to were retract it? They in Hawaii. That's, or I thought you meant the net. <laughs> Both. Half of them were surfing in the ocean and half of them were surfing on the net and they weren't looking at their <laughs> phones. Um, but, you know, to me, that's just not even plausible. We can listen to what the official narrative is because we want to believe it, you know? Who wants to believe that there's a, a bunch of guys that operate outside the law that shoot ballistic missiles at us, you know? Um, nobody wants to believe that. That's cognitive dissonance. And I probably should have touched on cognitive dissonance before now but it just in essence means a, a psychological detachment from reality because you can't cope with the truth you can't handle the truth that's my favorite place to be in the truth no Hawaii? the one where i trick myself and not believe stuff because it's a safe place cognitive dissonance mm -hmm. uh michelle was saying that um people with the money own the media and they Use it to show us what they want to mm -hmm. show us. They plant seeds. That's right. For um, conditioning to announce their intentions prophetically, potentially, you know, that uh, you're probably linking to the Illuminati card game. I'm with you on that. Um, and in Hollywood, and I know where you're at. I know, I know what you're talking about. And I'm with you 100%. I can't wait to hit those things. And even to talk about the different reasons why the people that are making these nefarious plans would even put them out in veiled ways. You know, again, talking about the Illuminati card game. Yes, that'll go that'll go quickly on the roulette wheel, which we're still going to do. If you guys are with us the first episode, we're still going to make the wheel where we spin to see what the next topic's going to be. Yes. And that we'll, we'll try to start that next next episode. How much time we have? We probably ought to. Yeah, we got to. Okay, let me tell you, tell you this real quick. In modern entertainment, false flags can be found in the movie The Princess Bride. One of my all-time favorite movies, The Prince That marries her you know is going to have people murder her because she's not wanting to be married to him and he wants to attack the neighboring country i don't know what that was um so the movie v for vendetta which is one of my favorite movies mm -hmm. deals with the false flag where the i think it's britain attacks biologically chemical warfare their own people mm -hmm. to institute a, a fascist government the star wars movies the prequels you know they they create wars, false flags, so that they can implement the empire. What we get come to know as the empire in the latter Star Wars movies, and X Men Two, the beginning Nightcrawler, um, is mind controlled, I believe, with a serum or something to assassinate somebody. So false flags is a concept in entertainment is all over the place, and you know now that we've talked about it, you're gonna see it everywhere. And you're gonna be like, oh false flag, false flag, and you'll watch the news and something will happen, and even when it's not, you'll be false flag, false flag. I don't watch the news, and I don't know anything, but you send me texts every day and let me know, so I'm pretty excited to see all the false flags that are coming my way. Yeah, yeah, yay for false flags. Because no. you didn't text me any of them this week, and I'm really upset about it. I couldn't, <laughs> and I'm not going to be able to text you anything about next week's topic, which is okay because it's not as much a current event, which will be the NWO. We will go into the New World Order next episode because it's part of this 
trifecta of things that we need to get out there to bind all the other conspiracy mm -hmm. theories together. And, you know, of course, that'll entail deep state Illuminati, but we'll just call it the NWO, the New World Order. And I'm not talking about Hulk Hogan, Kevin Nash, and Scott Hall, for those of you that watch professional wrestling, because that's what they call their stable, the New World Order. Okay. <laughs> okay. Some of you appreciate that. I think Illuminati sounds better. Okay. What do you guys want to call it? We can vote on it. Too sweet. See, he watched it. You know, we used to play video games. Oh, yeah? Video and professional wrestling. Nice. Okay. <laughs> we still we still are getting our, our conspiracy board. Probably have that up next time where we're going to start connecting our yarn to these concepts. We'll have that and then potentially the spin board. And we'll just leave it at that. Now, um, I would encourage somebody to make me a doodle. You know, again, I did this one. My buddy Scott, the artist, did the last one. You know what the topic is. New World Order, NWO, Illuminati. Make your little doodle. It can be very quick. Just, you know, this literally took me like two minutes, and I did it because nobody else did. So come on, guys. Help me out here. I'm just kidding. Please. <laughs> um, <laughs> do that. That'll be a fun one to make. You guys should make it totally and be really fun. Yeah, just, just sketch. It can be slop. You literally can just Google Illuminati symbols. Yep. Oh, yeah. And then just like draw them like a two year old. I don't care if you use, well, you can't use crayons. I, I, right, while we're sticking with the low production thing, I want to keep it low production, everything. You can't go too low with the crayons. <laughs> Thank you, you guys that encouraged us to go a little bit longer. This was fun. Yeah. Thank you so much. So, well, until next time. Until next time. We're, we're working on our closing thing, too. You know, our, our comment. We'll have a comment at the end, you know, like. I'm going to have one. I just don't know what it is yet. Blah blah blah. Blah blah blah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Blah blah blah. Till next time. Blah blah blah. Bye guys. Bye.